Good day and welcome to Partake Wise. Today we're going to look at the word Christ. And the word Christ is the New Testament word for the Old Testament word Messiah or Anointed One. And so we look to the Old Testament first in order to understand what the New Testament word Christ actually means. It certainly means more than just a swear word. It was not Jesus' surname, although it was appended to his name in the New Testament, more as a way of expressing who he was. So how is this word Messiah used in the Old Testament? The word translated Messiah is found only twice in Daniel chapter 9, verse 25 to 26. The King James, or the authorised version, translates it Messiah, while the New International Version, popular today, translates the word Messiah as the Anointed One. And the Old Testament idea of Messiah had five principles attached to it. The Messiah would be God's chosen and anointed man. The Messiah will bring salvation for God's people. The Messiah will judge God's enemies. The Messiah will be an appointed ruler over nations. And he would be an active representative of God. And surprisingly, these five principles can be applied to King Cyrus of Isaiah chapter 45 verse 1. He was God's anointed man at the time. And Cyrus is an example of a Messiah, the anointed one of God, even though he was not one of God's people, the Israelites. And this shows that the word Messiah can also have a non-religious meaning behind it. And the Messiah, God's anointed one, is pictured in several ways in the Old Testament. There is the suffering servant, Isaiah chapter 40 to 55, the conquering warrior of Isaiah 56 to 66, the branch, particularly of David, Jeremiah 23 verse 5, or Zechariah 3 verse 8, the son of man, Jesus' particular favourite title from Daniel 7, and finally, anointed prince of Daniel chapter 9, 25 to 27. And all of the Old Testament covenants pointed towards the future coming of this Messiah, God's anointed one. Through all their covenants, we see a God who is willing to interact with his creation and bless it. And when first century Christians, such as Paul, Peter and John, checked all the events surrounding the life of Jesus Christ, they searched their scriptures, or our Old Testament. It was as the Holy Spirit illuminated their minds that they wrote down and passed on the whole gamut of Old Testament promise which was fulfilled in God's Messiah and the world's hope. Jesus Christ and Him alone. Jesus Christ is all five of those principles referred to in the Old Testament Messiah. Investigate the New Testament for yourself to find out how, why and where. For example, 2 Samuel 7 verse 12 predicts the birth of Solomon as David's successor to the throne, with his role being to establish David's throne forever. 2 Samuel 7 verse 13. And we see this link to Jesus Christ through the genealogies to both Joseph, a legal right to David's throne, and to Mary, a blood right to David's throne. Or the Mosaic Covenant, or Law of Moses, was given that they could realise the helplessness of their own efforts and their need of God's help. And Paul, writing in Galatians 3, verse 22 to 24, explains that the law was only a protective fence until through the promised Messiah, God's anointed one, humanity could be made right with God 
through faith. All of history pointed to the coming of this Messiah, this Christ if you will. This was all part of Paul's reasoning from scripture with the Jews he came into contact with. Of course for Paul, as for us, the Messiah is and was Jesus Christ. All of history points to this Jesus Christ coming back again. Coming back not as a baby next time, but as a king in glory. Thank you.